The following podcast is a Bostic Media production. This episode is brought to you by Canapet. Got a ferret? A lion? Guinea pig? Maybe, Michael. Well, then we got the answer for you. What's that? You know, if your lion is having anxiety, if it's suffering from a bout of arthritis, may need a little Canapet. Yes, you guys need Canapet. We are such fans. Canapet's an organic CBD supplement made from industrial hemp that's non-psychoactive, safe, legal, and produced specifically for animals. Yeah, and most of you know the story. Our pet Pixie, who is the most important thing in our life, especially in my life, sorry, Lauren, uh, she came down with a bout of bad arthritis and her back legs gave out. And this was about a few months ago. And so we were really scrambling around trying to figure out how to fix it. And a friend of mine recommended Canapet. It comes in little capsules, can of biscuits, liquids. It does not get your pet high. I take the little pill and sprinkle the sprinkle it all over Pixie's food in the morning. So she has it with her meal. And it was a game changer. She started walking around again. She started to calm down. And it fully got her up and moving again. So what we did when we went away to France was we left Pixie with our godparents who have four other dogs, you guys. Four. So that makes six dogs total. We left them with Mike and Jen who run the podcast Wrinkled Not Dead. And right now they have currently six dogs in the house. So we needed something for Pixie that would calm her anxiety because she gets nervous with all those dogs. And we didn't want her to lunge and jump at the other dogs and have like an anxiety attack. So we also wanted to really make sure we were focusing on something for her arthritis. So we gave Mike and Jen the Canapet and we always Snapchat message with them and it seems to be working really, really well. Basically, it's fully legal without a prescription, vet recommended, and covered by major pet insurances. Canapet's sold in pet stores and online at canapet.com and not sold in dispensaries because it's not marijuana. It's just hemp. Yes. So you don't have to worry about the dog being all messed up or the cat being all high. It's it's completely controlled. It's vet recommended. It's worked wonders on Pixie. And if any of you who are pet owners can get, uh, if your pet's sick or needs any help, this is the product that I would recommend for you. It's really been a game changer for us. And, you know, our dogs are our best friends. So why not get them the best? Yes. And you guys, if you read the Skinny Confidential, this is very on brand because it's non-GMO, vegan, and free of animal products, preservatives, gelatin, wheat, sugar, dairy, making it healthy and clean for our furry friends. You can use it on your dogs, cats, horses, and all other animals. You can purchase it online at canapet.com. And they're giving 50% off to all TSC listeners if you use the code PIXIE. That's P-I-X-Y at canapet.com, C-A-N-N-A-pet.com. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. You have me, Lauren Everett, and my lovely husband, Michael Bostick. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And on this episode, we interview one of our all-time faves, Kim Kelly, who is Lauren and I's trainer. We interviewed her a couple weeks back. We're in France right now. And I think the interview is a very valuable interview for anyone that's interested in health and fitness, working out, motivating yourself, getting after it, getting it done. I will say I've had a lot of trainers in my life and Kim kicks my ass. I am huffing and puffing to keep up with her. 
Yeah, you're always crying. Just to give you guys context on this. So we interviewed Seth before. He has trained us in L.A. And we live half time in San Diego and a couple days a month in L.A. So you've heard from Seth, who we work with in L.A. And now this is Kim, who we work out with in San Diego. I have the Skinny Confidential Bombshell Body Guide, as you guys know. And in that guide, I have hired a trainer to work with me to do the best workout moves for you guys to make sure that the moves I do are legit. So Kim and I are working out a lot lately because she is going to be a major contributor in my guide, which is going to be released later this year. You guys know I already have a guide, but we're working on more workouts for you right now. So that's a little bit of context, little behind the scenes story for you. So we're going to jump right into the interview. It's a long interview. It's a valuable interview. I think you guys will really like it and leave feedback after the podcast or email us at podcast at theskinnyconfidential.com to let us know what you think. Also, I want to note that Kim has a worksheet for you guys that has a couple of her super secret fitness and health tips. And that worksheet will be on the Skinny Confidential tonight. So make sure to look out for it. You can print it or just pull it up on your mobile phone when you're grocery shopping or when you're trying to get in a workout at home. And as always, everything will be linked in the show notes. So with that, I will introduce you to one of my favorite people in the world. She has the best energy ever, Kim Kelly. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. All right, you guys, we're going to get into it with Kim. So Kim, tell the audience all about you and your fitness experience. Okay, well, I am a fitness instructor, personal trainer. I've been doing it for a little over 10 years. Just super passionate about it. It's what I live, breathe, and think about day, morning, night. And I just love to help people, motivate people, and just help them with their goals, their health goals, their fitness goals, just get happier, healthier, leaner, stronger, whatever they're looking for. So we kind of got into it a little bit before this, but give us what you need to be successful in fitness. Because I know that you have like a whole thing, and I really want the audience to hear the breakdown of kind of your mantra. So I think it's important to have these four facts in your, you know, fitness regimen, just to have time, effort, preparation, and consistency. So I'll explain a little bit about each. Time is basically you make the time for your fitness. It can be 20 minutes, it can be 30 minutes, it can be 40 minutes, but it's best if you book that in your calendar and in your schedule, like Lauren does, for instance. So I know you book all your fitness into your week, into your phone, and you show up for that hour. Sometimes 15 minutes No, late. she does. <laughs> Pretty much every time she's late. <laughs> So make it as an appointment would be, whether it's your hair, nails, skin. So this is your fitness appointment. So you book it into your phone, schedule it, and that's when you show up. And when you show up, that's the time you've made for it. There's the effort part. So you need to make the effort. Don't just show up. You really want to be 100% focused. So that probably means no phones, no extra things around you. You and either your class that you're attending, listening to your instructor or your personal trainer, but stay present and push and try your hardest during that time. Preparation, I always say this is probably the easiest of the four because it literally just means making sure you have your gym bag with you. Make sure you have your running shoes, your athletic shoes, your clothes, your yoga pants, whatever your workout is that day that you'll need. Pack it the night before, I always do. I bring several changes with me. That's just because of the industry I'm in. 
you can do one or two changes depending on what you're going to do that day, but just have it in your bag the night before ready to go. Don't you have like a bag that you don't you bring a bag that you have everything and you also have like a lunchbox? Yeah, totally. So preparation and everything. So along with my clothes, I have my running or athletic shoes, my clothes, the shorts and tank top I'm going to wear. If I'm going to go to yoga, I'll have my pants and tank top. I bring my towel and then in my backpack in the car is my protein shakes, my almonds, my electrolytes, my BCAAs, which we'll get into later. So I definitely have that bag packed. I pack that bag in the morning and I pack my fitness bag at night, but I make sure I have the time in the morning to prep all my shakes that I'm going to be taking or my powders. I don't live off those. Those are my in-between drinks, in-between workouts. I stop for my, you know, food or lunch on the way, but those, you definitely need to get those you need to have your snacks ready. You need to have your electrolytes ready. You just need to be prepared. Well, in and I that. feel like if you prepare like that, it's going to force you to be a little bit more consistent, right? Like if you if you take all that time to prepare a bag and set up your snacks, totally, then you're, totally. you're not going to let it all go to waste. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't tell you how many times someone will come to class or come to a session and be like, oh, I forgot to eat. That's or, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes you have it with you and you're drinking it, which is fine. But the thing is you want to do is you you don't want to go to that class or that training session because what will happen is maximum 15 to 20 minutes in, you're depleting. You're like seeing stars or you're just not able to perform. So like, again, back to if you're going to show up and make the effort, you need to make the effort. In order to make that effort, you need to have the right nutrition in you ahead of time. So that's it all kind of circles back together, you know, prepared, make the time, make the effort, be prepared. And the last thing I was going to touch on is consistency. So if you were to do a great workout once a week, that's fantastic. But it's really not going to get you results or any kind of long-term fitness goals so or let's, changes. Let's, that... let's go into that a little bit because I think a lot of people think they need to do these extremely hard workouts all the time. Yeah. And then it's, you know that becomes daunting and overwhelming. I think the yeah. first time I worked out with you... I went home and almost like went in the fetal position and like started crying. And so, you know, but then again, we, we started, we, you know, I've, got, I've improved a little bit, but a lot. I think a lot of people, you know, they go to these really hard classes or these hard workouts and then it like defeats them totally and they stop going. So what would you recommend if someone's starting out? Yeah, I totally hear that 100%. Um, because I do tend to teach more hit, more high intensity interval training and more circuits, but I love when my in a class or in an environment when I see someone in the room that's doing their I can I can usually gauge um, someone's trying their hardest their best that might not be what the person next to you is doing and it doesn't matter you're working at your maximum capacity for just give it your all and if you I'd rather have you come to that class take breaks or I use the word pace yourself when I'm in a race if I'm running a 10k or a half marathon I know when to pace and when to push. So you kind of have to train yourself, your pace push set. Okay, so I'm going to hold back here because I know she's going for a minute of burpees. In the last 15 seconds, I'm going to go all out. That's your push rate. So how many times would you suggest somebody gets active? I know you like to be active every day, but if you're somebody, you have a nine to five job, you're busy with your career, you have kids, you have a family, right. how, what would you suggest to that person? Great point. So I know I'm in a totally different industry. Um, my husband's a desk at a desk job. He's a graphic designer, so he's behind a computer all day long. It is harder for him. But I say any movement, try to get a little bit of daily movement in. So if you can't do that killer workout, 
not many people can, let's face it, every day. And I don't think that's great to do it every day. But if you can move in some way, you know, count your steps, I say minimum 10,000, 15,000 would be great. But um, just move, go out for a walk, take your dog, get some fresh air, uh, go for a hike, maybe a quick run, maybe it's a two or three mile run. Um, or go in your backyard, do a set of like squat jumps to plank to push ups. Back to like if you just keep that 15, 20 minutes that you might have available, no stopping. Maybe a 10 second break. So there's different, you know, intervals and in Tabata and hit. You can do 20 on with 10 off, 30 on with 20 off. Kind of find what works for you. But I think if you can get some kind of movement in, you know, five to six days a week, that's great. And you told me once that you cannot walk by a bench without looking at it and thinking, what could I be doing on that bench? 100%. I see this a lot too, because I'm a mom. I have two boys. They play a lot of sports. So it's between soccer, baseball, flag football. I mean, even if you don't have kids, you're at a park, you're on an activity. There's so many, and I don't take offense to this, little ladies and the moms and dads out there that will sit there the whole game and even through the practice. And I mean, it's like, I find that I was out in Santee and it was hot, but I knew there's a trail. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go on that trail because I know my son has a 20 minute break in between games. Felt great. So just, so I look at the environment around, what can I use? Yeah, there's a bench there. I'm going to do some push-ups, some tricep dips. Maybe I'll do some, you know, um, box jumps. I'm not saying everyone wants to do that, but don't be afraid to move. People are actually, I think we talked about this recently. They're envious when we work out and we're sweating and we're like working hard. People will be walking by us like, Oh, what are they doing? You're like, they want that. People crave that. They want that. I know when I'm not working out, let's say I'm at a restaurant, people are running by on the beach. I'm like, oh man, that looks fun. So just if once you start doing it and liking it, make sure it's something you like, you're going to want to do more of it. And you're going to become, I mean, you tell me, you guys, how do you feel about it? Like when you go, when you're just about to start your workout I or mean, you're driving to your workout? I, I'm a little scared when I work out with you. I'm not going to lie because you are so intense. You're the most intense person I've ever worked out with. So I get a little scared. But then when I get there and I get through the warm up, the warm up is like, the, the warm up is basically hell. The warm up is, I mean, I've never <laughs> seen a warm up like this in my life. Yeah, what the fuck kind of warm up is this? But you know, no, the way I feel, I mean, I love working out with you and I've had a lot of trainers and we've talked about this, that on the show, but I like that you do the workouts with us. And my goal now has been to keep up with you. And so like, I feel like, and you have, I'm getting closer. No, you not crushed that. me on that hill the other day. I'm, know not, you did. I'm not my there yet, but I'm getting closer. And so like, I think it's, it's motivating to see somebody, you know, especially like when you're in such good shape, it's, it's motivating to see somebody that you're working out with doing it with you. And then yeah. you're like, okay, I'm going to try to keep up with this person. I think, but there's two there's two ways to look at it. Some people get defeated by that. And they're like, Oh, I'm never going to get there. My mentality is that I get motivated. I'm like, I want to get to that same level. And I, I think I yeah. do that with everything in life, but yeah. it's, it's important to s set good examples. I think, I think you do that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I totally hear you on that because I've been on the other. So I've been the, um, Trainee. Yeah, the trainee in the room. And I like when the, you know, when the teacher's involved in their passion and their movement. I don't do when I'm teaching a class the whole thing, but I, I really do do most of it because I find that it is motivating. I stop, they stop. That's how it goes. That's just the rule of thumb. I stop, they stop. I've seen you sometimes when you're, when I'm doing squats and you stop 
and I'll, I'll stop and then you'll look at me and say, okay, five more. Like you you do kind of subconsciously follow the trainer, which which is great, but it's also like sometimes when the trainer's just sitting there, you're not as motivated. And don't be, well, Michael made a really good point. So don't be into, if you're like, oh my God, I'll never look like that. How does she or he do that? They can jump so high. They have so much energy. There's so much drive. So those, we'll talk about that. I think the words that are going into your head and you're thinking, hey, you're not me. I'm not you. It doesn't matter. You'll get there. I'm just there to motivate you and help you and coach you and inspire you. You just do the work and just stay consistent. Put the effort in. Make the time. Stay consistent. Prepare. You do that and I'll do the other part. For you to have gotten to a place where you can have that mindset and be motivating to other people, were you always like that? Were you always into fitness? Like when did you start? We're kind of going back now. Yeah, and I, don't, yeah. I don't think I've ever asked you this. Yeah. Where did you start with all of this? Like, I mean, did you, have you always been in this good of shape? Because yeah, that's really going to be defeating <laughs> to me. Well, I've had two babies and my first baby, I gained 40 pounds, but that's a decent amount of weight for a pregnancy. Second, I was better. Um, I was always into fitness. I always enjoyed working out. Um, I used to be tortured by running, to tell you the truth, though. I remember John would run, and I'd be like, oh, out of breath. I couldn't breathe. I was so defeated. That was probably my turning point. That was 20-something years ago. We'd go for a run, and he would always beat me. And I'm like, oh, I'd have to walk part. I couldn't, it was just I couldn't breathe. I'm like, okay, I'm going to run a little bit more tomorrow. So then I'd do another quarter mile, or maybe, you know, not even... Each time I went out, I do a little bit more. Each time I went out, I did a little bit more. Seriously, that was 21 years ago. I've run a marathon now. I've run half marathons. I can run. But what I'm saying is that didn't happen overnight, you know, so I built up to that. But you just have to be consistent with something. But let me um, go back to what you really asked. So I can remember being in classes that I took and listening to the instructor and doing what she asked and thinking, oh, but I would do it this way. But I would do it this way. And then I kind of tried to do my own thing in class. And of course, that's not very fair to the instructor. They didn't like it. So I just always knew that I had a different idea. I would put this angle on it. You're or creative. It's yeah. creativity. It is. And I, that's where I, some people do it in, you know, health, beauty, you know, fashion, my creativity just, I could, that's why I can see something and think, how can we use that fitness wise or, you know, so that's just where the passion first started. And then I would say about 10 years ago, I really started with teaching bar we went out to go that's where we met by the way we met at pure bar we were both well kim was a teacher and i took her class and i was drawn to her immediately i thought where'd she get that shirt where'd she get those pants where'd she get that bracelet i want the headband you know the headband i'm talking about (laughs) she's wearing where did you get that and she, if you, we'll put pictures on the blog, but she really does have this presence and this, um, this brand of fitness when she walks around. I mean, I'll be working out with her and people will come up to us and, and really stop the workout and say, I've seen you running around town. I mean, she is her own brand. She lives, eats, breathes, sleeps, fitness and health. And, um, so, so we, I ended up teaching pure bar with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was a different kind of teacher. Let's just say that, um, you know, You're great. no, Kim was like, like so good. I kind of like made things up as I went. Um, and then we both ended up teaching reformer Pilates. 
at the same right. place. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And then one day I just reached out and I was like, hey, I'm in San Diego. Can you train me? And I mean, I like love working out with you now. I was, I can remember the day I think that you, I don't know if you text or email. I was like super excited to hear from you. And it's, yeah, that was awesome. So. And then we manipulated Michael into coming to the workout. Yes. House. And then we sucked And Taylor. In. And yeah, Nico. Yeah, we got the crew going. And Weston. And Dante. <laughs> and some, Mimi. Some have fallen off. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Taylor. But no, I mean, I'm, I'm a lot of like Dante and Weston, I'm proud of those guys. They're, they're showing up and I feel better. I feel like I'm getting in better shape. I want to say something that you mentioned. I want to go back for one second for anyone that's listening that can't have a trainer Mm -hmm. um, or maybe doesn't have time to have a trainer or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I think one of the great things about Kim that, that I've gotten out of working out with you is I used to think that you had to work out in a gym and it had to be an hour and it had to be really almost clinical. Like Mm -hmm. it had to be like in the gym or taking a yoga class or Um, doing class pass, whatever that is. And that's all great. But what I've learned from you is that you can really kind of do anything anywhere. Yeah. So can you elaborate on that for people that don't have a trainer? Sure. I mean, there are, I think you just mentioned maybe um, class pass is um, for a minimal monthly fee. It allows you to try a lot of different studios in your town or in your area. Um, I think they limit how many visits you can make per, you know, studio but it's a great way to try different workouts but back to what you're saying yeah I I personally don't go to a gym I haven't been in years I personally don't do machines I haven't in years that doesn't mean you know what works for me might work for you but I love free weights I love resistance training I love like I you know we've talked about before I look at a tree I'll put my TRX up on there you can do like, as you guys know, like 15 minutes of TRX and you are like dead, dead. Yeah. Sometimes I'll literally have 30 minutes or so in between clients, but I know there's a set of stairs in Solana beach. And I know if I run up and down the stairs and at the bottom, I'll do some squat jumps at the top. I'll do pushups back down, back up. So I just do a round of five and I feel awesome. So you just have to kind of be aware of where you are. And again, back to that preparation, hopefully you have those clothes and the shoes in the car with you. And, and just fine. Maybe it's a set of stairs. Maybe it's a dry sand run, which we've done. Those are hard, you know, take you know, your shoes off and run the beach. Um, what's funny is I, I think if you go back and listen to earlier podcasts, you'll hear me talk about that. I have consistently, we've talked about this. I've consistently worked out my whole life, um, which I think has been good because it's kept me in somewhat good of shape, yeah. but I've gotten so bored with all the workouts. And I think the reason is that I was consistently going to a gym around the same machines, yeah. around the same things. And yeah. since working out with you, I'm all fired up again because yeah. all these things are different and it's stuff that I've never done before. And I think what happens also when you, you know, when you get bored or you get kind of complacent in a gym, your motivation level goes down and then you start to plateau. Totally. So I think it's important for people to understand that it's that you need to switch it up. Totally. Absolutely. And another thing you can do is maybe find if you can't afford a personal trainer, understandable, totally find a small group of, you know, your friends, maybe there's four of you that want to hire because I'm betting that any local personal trainer will take on a small group for maybe a slightly increased rate, but you're splitting it amongst four of your girlfriends, right? And so you get the benefit of kind of a personal training session, but you get the also the added benefit of a group setting, which can be motivating when you're with other people in a workout. You're motivated. You kind of might be looking. It's that inner competitor that might come out in you. And plus, you're just you're just more fired up. Not to say one-on-ones aren't great. I love them. But that's another way to 
get a great workout in outside a gym and, you know, get the benefit of, of personal training. Outside of when, I mean, you, you and Lauren motivate me, but outside of that, whenever I invite my friends, I always have to go and crush them, right? Like, yeah. that's, like that's my main yeah. thing when they get there. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You really yeah. have to big dick them. Yeah, I go in there and I'm like, I demoralize them. And I, I think, like the, you know, these guys, I just got to like, I got to show them. Yeah. But I think something to touch on, like outside of joking around, mm-hmm. I think instead of just working out with big groups, I think it's important to find people that are in better shape than you. Yeah. yeah. I, that's kind of yeah. been like my little hack this whole, my whole life is that I find people that are stronger than me or faster than me or better than me because when you work out with people that may not be in as good a shape as you or on the same level, you yeah. s- it slows you down. And I know that's kind of means you're like, oh, maybe my friend is, you know, it's your good friend. But at the same time, like, it's just like in business or anything else. Like you want to find people that are on the, the next level and then work exactly, to that level. Exactly. Same applies. That's a great. Um, I love that because same applies in a race. So if I'm at the starting you know, lineup of the races ready to start. You always find someone that's faster than you. And you, you know, obviously you see their number or their shirt or what they're wearing and you try to pace with them and it's hard, you know, but that's, and it's a total stranger. I don't know this person, but I'm like, okay, he or she is where I want to be. So I'm not going to lose sight of them. How do you know who's faster than you when you're in a race? Can you just tell? You can tell they're in front of you. They're They're pacing. (laughs) Oh, so you don't pick it before you start. Right. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's, the race has started and I'm talking about running now, but Michael's right in a workout. Oh, there's girls. Um, and I don't mean to say girls, girls and guys that will be in the front row of my class. And I really prefer it. There's some that'll just crush it. They're killing, they're crushing me. They just don't stop. They won't stop. They don't take breaks. They do the purpose. They do the push-ups. They do the squat jumps. They're just go, 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 go. And it's good to have them in the front row because guess what? Everyone's like, man, she is killing it or he is killing it. I want to be like them. And again, it's not comparing yourself to that person. It's like, I want to work up to that. So separate that, guys. That's really important. I can't do that. I suck to that's awesome. I want to be that. So speaking of, that's like self-talk stuff. And I know we wanted yeah, to touch about yeah. like how important is, I know being motivated, but how important is what you tell yourself when you're working out? Oh my God. So important. I mean, if you ask any, I'll, I'll talk about workouts. If you ask any professional athlete, I mean, it's all, you know, especially I know some sports are more mine, like baseball. Um, you just have to like, it's mindset. You have to go in. And I just think even when I'm like my, I can feel my legs are like jello or I'm like, might be a little shaking. Or I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. It's like, just push, just drive, just go. Or I say, you know, get it, girl. Or, you know, push, drive. You can do anything for 30 seconds. Or I say, you know, you've done harder things in your life. Get it, come on. You know, just keep going with positive words. So I'm saying that to you, but if you're not with me, put in your head just everything positive. Like, you've got this. You do do that. You're always always your self your self-talk and your talk mm. to me is always positive yeah There's nothing negative ever. oh yeah I should never say the word I can't or I can only do five or just tell yourself you know just as many positive find what resonates with you and just repeat it in your head and then I like to also have a goal in mind so I don't like to think and I'll separate the two here when you're in a workout I gotta go home and do some emails I gotta get to grocery store what am I gonna eat Oh, you have to make that. You don't have time to think like no, that. No, yeah, yeah, I don't usually let you no. have time to think about the that. The only thing I can think about when I'm working out with you is if my heart's going to explode <laughs> out of my chest and if I'm going to throw up. Okay, so there you go. You don't even have time to think about other stuff. But it is a good thing maybe like 10 or 15 minutes before. Do you guys ever think, okay, like when I'm, I know I'm about to finish class, I'm like, I'm going to go straight and get that warrior smoothie loaded with like protein and hemp and almond butter and green, whatever it is that sounds good to you. Um, and let that be your reward, put a reward in your head and you're like, yeah, so I'm going to, 
like nail out this last set of burpees or this last hit or Tabata round, whatever you're doing. But just, you know, have that reward. Or maybe you're going out, maybe it's an evening class and you're going to sushi with your girlfriends after. Well, work a little harder. Maybe it's a glass of rosé. And maybe it's a glass of (laughs) (laughs) rosé. Okay, so I want to get really specific here. What is a workout that someone could do after listening to this podcast outside in their backyard? Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, what if I, they don't have a backyard or in the street in or the street. in the city or like wherever? No excuses. No. Ex- in your living room. Then. Give us a yeah, no, no bullshit problem. like exercise. Yeah. So I would um, take, I would combine strength, cardio and abs. So in your head, you're saying I'm going to do, and whether it's 20 seconds or 30 seconds, I would go for minimum 30 seconds, 30 seconds of jump squats. And you know how to make that harder. You can go higher. You can add a butt kick, a knee tuck, whatever version of jump squats. Then go right into push-ups, so that's your strength. And then turn it around, lie on your back, go right into V-ups or bicycles or like, so I, and I just circle that. So the next time around, maybe I'm doing jumping jacks or I'm doing burpees for my cardio. Pick a cardio, pick a strength, pick an app. How many sets of each and how many times? Uh, I like to do, I mean, so that's a th- three sets. If you're doing a strength cardio ab, I would repeat it a minimum of four times. Well, here, here's, take here's one thing I want to touch on though. These are like amazing suggestions and I agree, but I find that when I'm with you in the group doing these workouts, like burpees and jump squats and pushups, those are hard, right? Yeah. So like, what do you, what would you tell somebody that starts doing that in the living room as soon as it starts to get hard and then they give up? Like, it's like, oh, that's too hard. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So there's definitely variation. So like a high, I say high knees instead of burpees, jumping jacks, pretty much everyone could do. And if you're having trouble, if you're, you know, you could just stand in place and then just drive your knee to elbow, opposite knee, opposite elbow. If your heart rate's elevating, if you're wearing one of those devices that tells you, you know if you're working harder. So you don't have to do the burpee with a knee tuck, you know? That's level three. But I'm more talking like, even if they have to do, like, let's say they have to do the burpee with a knee tuck, but they're giving up because it's like, oh, that got hard. I'm in my living room. Nobody's looking. I can just like go watch TV or go to work or jump in the shower. What would you tell that person? Well, I'd go back to, you know, consistency and effort you're just going to it's going to be like think about me when I told you when I was running and I'd have to start walking and then I'd get frustrated because I was out of breath I couldn't do it and I was literally about to give up now it's one of my favorite activities in my whole entire life I look forward to that all week so but if you asked me 20 years ago I'd have been like no this sucks this is awful I can't do it and I had those negative voices but each time I did it I went a little, fr- I made myself go one more block or two more blocks. So next time when you go back to it, try to get that two or three more burpees. And I swear if you do that, you will improve. There's no doubt in my mind. If you c- stay consistent and try a little bit harder each time, I have no doubt that you're soon going to be, you know, making that 20 second mark. It really but don't is give practice. up. The give up is the death. With anything, it takes practice. Anyone that's an expert, it's just practice. What did they say? It's 10,000 hours, Michael. Michael knows the quote. Yeah, 10,000 hours to be an expert in something. Okay, see? I think, I don't know. I might be misquoting, but still. I want to get in really into it, food. Mm -hmm. Because you've given me some amazing suggestions. You've given me the suggestion of the chocolate quinoa. Oh, I know. I love that. I love that. You told me about cilantro lime hummus. The dip? Yes. And you told, what did you tell me to dip in it again? Oh, I usually use jicama or celery, some kind of crunchy vegetable. Jicama, you guys. Great tip instead of chips. 
Oh yeah. And then the other recommendation you told me about was something called fitness bread. And we'll link this in the show notes. Uh, Tell us about fitness bread. You know, I found it, I believe at Jimbo's, but I love it. It's kind of a rectangular, but very thin. And so it toasts well. Sometimes if I'm super lazy, I'll just like put it in the microwave. And then I put in literally any spread you want on it. Sometimes I do that hummus. And I think that um, the one you were referring to, the cilantro lime is actually made from chickpeas. It's made from something else, but we'll have to look at that. Anyway, sometimes I put um, like some kind of spread and um, nutritional yeast on it and sliced tomatoes. Sometimes it's lox. Like literally you can do every, anything with it. And it's nice to have, you have to have some carbohydrates in your life. You really do. So there's, that's the big thing out there. What What's a good carb? What's a bad carb? When you should you have your carbs? What shouldn't you have? But you definitely want carbs in your life. So good carbs would be something like that. You know, you want brown, not white. Nothing white. No white rice, white bread, white flour, white tortillas. If it's white, it's sugar. And I loved the combo that we did. You told me to do fitness bread toasted. And then on top, you had me do avocado. Yes. And then you said slice a tomato, lemon. And then this was a really good tip that I just want to call out. You told me for protein to put hemp seed on top. And I thought for the longest time that hemp seed was fiber, which it is, but it's also a great protein. 10 grams, I think, in in my scoop. So I use it quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to manipulate Michael into that hemp seed protein. Yeah, stir it up. Hey, listen, we've talked about this too. I'm the type of person, if you give me the options and present them to me, I usually take advantage, right? Like I've been Mm -hmm. consistent with the workouts. I'll Mm -hmm. take the proteins, I'll eat, right? But I don't, I probably should. I don't do as good a job researching this kind of stuff when it comes to my health. But if you like, if you give me something, give me something for my skin, something to eat. Just for yeah, the I'll record, the hemp seeds are in my perfectly organized pantry next no, to nobody. the chia seeds. So I feel like now you know where they are. We're all clear on it. Listen, Christopher Columbus couldn't find anything in that <laughs> pantry. Like it is, there's no way. I mean, I know it, it's so organized that it's, I can't find anything. I don't know how to explain it. Like you got to be Magellan to get in there. <laughs> Can you alphabetize your pantry? Uh, you should see it. It's really, it's really, really nuts. So another thing that I want to talk about is shakes and smoothies because mm-hmm. you're a fan and so yeah. am I. Tell us like everything there is to know. Like give us a shake smoothie 101. Okay. Well, I love in my, it has to have protein guys at the end of the day. Here is the deal. And I know there's this thing, oh, protein, protein. Well, listen, protein feeds muscles. Okay. So when your muscles are happy, your you your body's not using it for energy. So it's just going to feed your muscles. Anyway, so make sure you have, I like about two scoops, which was about 25 to 30 grams of protein in your smoothie. Then I do ice and I do unsweetened almond or coconut or cashew milk. And then I like to add some kind of healthy fat. So it's usually almond butter and I'll do hemp seed as well. What about coconut oil? Yeah, you could do coconut oil. I know. You know what? I have habit of going to the almond butter but yes coconut oil is a great addition okay for the healthy so either one i would do either okay i would do either yeah and then if you and then i add some greens so it'll be like kale and spinach kind of whatever i have going on in the fridge or whatever i can grab so i like to put the greens in i like the healthy fat i like hemp i mean some people like chia i prefer the hemp um it also has fiber in it as well and then the protein so you didn't hear me say fruit really i mm, I'll do a half a frozen banana. I do like that's that would be my choice. You don't um, seem like you really like would do it every day though. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not my thing. And also a lot of as, as we talked about earlier in the 
in a backpack I bring in my car with all my shakes in it. Is this like a cooler backpack? It's like a cooler backpack. Okay, you got to send me the link for this because I want this. It's great. I love it. I love it. So it's because it's in my car all day long. I go from client to studio, so I have to travel. So with that being said, I don't really blend my, obviously I don't have a blender in my car. So I pre-mix this is where the powdered PB comes in. I get the organic powdered PB and my protein, and then I'll throw some hemp in it, and then I just need ice water. So that's not as nourishing and awesome tasting as if I was home blending it, but that's a quick on-the-go solution. I always have almonds with me. I get those little snack bags. I pre-fill them up throughout the week. I grab a couple. So those are in my bag at all times, no matter what. I just found out that cashews are super um, they're inflammatory, so I'm going for the almonds now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Someone just told me that the other day. I kind of been switching up to walnut pieces too. Oh, that's a good one for the healthy fat as well. That's a good one. Yeah. I love the walnuts. I kind of, I've been, I've been doing cashews. I think, should I stop that now? I guess I'm going to walnuts. (laughs) I wanted to ask you, now we're going like a kind of another direction. Maybe I always do this and Lauren gets mad. You, I want to kind of get into relationships and you have multiple relationships. You know, you have your kids and you have your husband. Lauren and I are, you know, married now we're thinking about maybe having kids. What can you do? Like if you're pregnant, can you work out like you do? What do you got to eat? How can mm-hmm. you train? What did you do? Because you, my friend Wesson saw you and was like, you would never know that you had a kid ever. Like pregnancy yeah. is on your mind. Yeah. Uh-oh. Michael. Oh my God. Well, I always wonder because and, and have I'm going to get in trouble. I know I'm going to get in trouble. I see a lot of women, they get pregnant and they just, they stop working out completely and they like eat whatever they want. Yeah. And I can't pass judgment obviously because I'm a man, but yeah. I wanted to get your thoughts because you're a woman, you're in shape, and you've had two children. Yeah. Here's my um, feeling on that. Whatever you're currently doing, you should pretty much be able to continue doing. Um, You know, talk to you. I'm certainly not a doctor. I'm not a big fan. When I was having my kids, the hot yoga craze wasn't like it is now. So I'm not sure I would um, advise heated yoga heated boot camps or heated anything for that matter light heat perhaps but I would say whatever you're currently doing you're fine doing until it becomes uncomfortable I mean I ran through my pregnancy with my first one I had to stop and then I took spinning classes cycling indoor cycling and that felt fine so you might have to modify your cardio or maybe you're on the you know whatever it is you're doing I would say don't stop and don't use it as an excuse and if you're not doing enough, I would just start, you know, power walking, get something in. Because, you know, yes, you're having a baby and you're eating for two, but not really. I mean, I forget how many extra, ca- I think it's like 300 calories a day. It's not even that much. And I'm not a calorie counter. I'm not trying to go that route. But just be mindful. Because my first, I will say, I took, a, you know, some luxuries and um, and paid for it with the 40 pounds. So some people go, oh, that's not that much. I have a smaller frame. Yeah, that's, Kim's that's, small, uh, you guys. She's she's like super tight and small. How tall are you? Five, six and a half-ish. Okay. So we're about the same height. So, so then what about... Now I know how much I am supposed to gain. What about like post-pregnancy? So post-pregnancy, again, depends on, the, um, you know, your delivery and C-section versus not and all that. But I um, didn't have a C-section in either of my kids. But it was harder to come back from my first pregnancy than my second one was like, boom, no problem. I was working out with... I think like within a week easily. And my first was a little bit harder, probably because of the extra weight game. The delivery was harder. There was a little bit more things going on there. But yeah, so I th- that's another reason you want to keep the weight gain in check. And your doctor will tell you. I think they're, the average is probably 25 to 30 pounds, which was more like my second one. And I'll tell you, I popped back like that. The delivery was easy, and it was boom. 
But okay. everyone's different. I don't want to take that away from anyone. So we get just talk to your doctor. A lot of questions now because I think people see Lauren and I working out with you on the snaps and, and so they see it a lot. And so there's been a lot of women and men reaching out where maybe one of the two in the relationship is super into working out or super into being healthy. And they're trying to figure out how to motivate their partner. And they're, there's, I was speaking to a girl and she said, it's leading to fights. And she thinks that she was like, do you have any tips on how to motivate your partner to stay in shape, but without making them feel put down or bad? Like, yeah. how, do you, like how do you set an example to your partner? Uh, that's a really good question, actually, because I have a very different lifestyle than my husband does because of the line of work. But I will be honest. I try to stay out of a little bit. He obviously sees what I do day in and day out. And I'm like, oh, you should do this. But I'm very careful with how I say it. He has seen friends, neighbors recently have some good successes, and he's kind of like, wow, did you see so-and-so? And I immediately go, yeah, don't they look great? I'm super, you know, so I pipe in that way as kind of a roundabout, you know, third-party thing. Um, the other thing that has helped, I don't want to like, I'm not here to promote a product, but um, he got an Apple Watch, and I'm like, okay, how many steps did you take today? And then the kids are interested, like, let me see your watch. So then you're like, oh, I kind of have to be accountable. You like but, if if you could pick, you like fifteen thousand a day. You said, yeah, and and it, it, you know there was you know way not too long ago they were saying eleven thousand would be great, and then I heard recently fifteen. I mean, fifteen might be high for some people. I'm going to be honest; it's not for me, but that's because of what I do. So don't go from three thousand and go. God, she said I have to do fifteen thousand. Get to ten. So you think it's it's more lead by example and show other examples as opposed yeah. to saying like you need to get in the gym, yeah. you need to do yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. By all- the way, if you don't have an Apple Watch, you guys, there is an app on um, everyone's phone that's the Heart app, and you can. It's the Heart or is it the Health app? Excuse me, it's the Health app. Everyone has it on their iPhone, and it will count how many steps you take. But the only thing is, is when I'm working out, I don't hold my phone. So that's hard to take into account. Um, but I definitely think that everyone should be just checking out their steps, whether it's on your phone or on that watch. Okay, so you always talk about your four critical elements to leading a balanced life, and I want you to share that with the audience. Okay. Yes, there's definitely four things that will, I call it your foundation. So think of a house as a foundation. You know, you want to have that stable. So obviously, nutrition. And I call it 80-20. I'll explain that in a second. So 80% of the time you're on. 20% of the time we have barbecues and trips and parties and whatnot. So there is life to be led. Don't worry. It's not all strict. Uh, the second, some whatever your fitness or activity level is. So hopefully some level of movement like we've talked about. The third, stress is a huge factor in everyone's life. And listen, there can be good stress and bad stress. So stress is stress, good and bad. We all have it. We want to try to reduce that as much as possible. And by the way, endorphins help do that. Endorphins is what uh, releases when you work out. So to touch on that, I don't know if you knew this, but when you first met me, I was like just super, super stressed. I was very, uh, we had the fat you last week. I was very high octane, right? <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't know if like you, you haven't known me long enough, but since I've been working out so much with you, like my stress level has gone down by, I'd say probably like 75%. That's awesome. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. See, so right there. So don't underestimate. Um, and again, we'll, we'll circle back to some other ideas I have for 
for fitness for you. Uh, not you, Michael, but the, the audience. Um, so when you reduce your stress, likely is you will sleep better. So I kind of chunk that in the same category, uh, reducing stress, sleeping better. Sleep is critical. Maybe you're not getting eight hours, but you're aiming like seven to eight hours a night. Anything less, you're starting... You really just, your metabolism will go to hell. You'll just, it's, everything's harder. You're craving sugar, no matter what. And then you start to reach for carbohydrates, which turn into sugar, which you think are helping you with energy through the day. It's just a bad cycle to get involved with. So I know when I don't get good sleep, I'm, I'm going to just call it a day in a way. Uh, I can do it once during the week, but any more than that, and I'm definitely off. So that's a critical part. And number four is supplements. So I definitely believe in supplementation. That's your vitamins, your branch chain amino acids, your um, healthy fish oil. Um, yes, I so do if probiotics. You, if you had to recommend three essential, like three essential supplements to somebody, somebody on a budget or somebody that just like, that all they can afford is to get three critical things, uh, what yeah. would those be? Specifically to woman, I think. So let me say or that men. I said woman. Sorry. Let me let me get let me tell you if I have to name three. If you were to tell me you can only take these three supplements with you: probiotic, fish oil, branch chain amino acids. Okay. And where's the best place? What's the best brand? You know, everyone's got a different feeling. I use Advocare. I love that line. I've been using it for four years. It's all tested, clean product you don't need to worry about um it's in all the professional sports so professional athletes use it that was one of the reasons that i was turned on to the line but the the science and the medical research behind it is extensive you can certainly look that up that's what i use so i use a product that uh, is called catalyst i use it pre-workout i use it post-workout and i usually use it no i always use it again later in the day so i have steady doses of branch chain amino acids in me and uh, this is what uh, you've recommended to me i've mm -hmm. been using it for the last six months and i really really like it but i think it needs like a really good explanation because yeah. i've just been learning about it over the last six months i'm still learning about it right so yeah it's a bit confusing We're like what is a branch chain amino acid b you also hear them called bcaa's so BCAAs, what they do is it's an amino acids that will feed into lean muscle. So your body will naturally burn muscle before it will burn fat. So that's a bummer. You're working out and you're burning muscle. Well, that's not why you went to work out. I'm not saying you're, and we all, why not utilize fat for energy throughout your day, whatever you're doing, whether you're working out or running errands or going to the store, your body needs energy to perform, to get up off that chair, to go out to the car, to go to the store, whatever. So it works especially well in your workouts, but it's going to work for you all day long. That's why I like those steady doses, morning, afternoon, night, or pre-workout, post-workout later in the day. So it is a, it's a muscle protector and it helps the body utilize fat for energy. And just be honest, what everyone calls it, I love when you say this, they call it liposuction in a bottle. It's okay. not, it's not like a diet pill though. It's no, just no, let's no, be no, clear, no, you guys, no. it's an amino, amino acids. acid. Yeah, no, 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 heck no. Amino acids no, no, are no. amazing. No. I love them. I love lysine. I love all of them. Absolutely. Get to know them. It'll make it so for, I hear this so much, so much in classes and clients and all. 
I can't lose that extra layer. I can't get see my abs or I just, I just well, how do you get your arms? I'm just I'm answering the questions that I hear so often and what works for me. I'm telling you guys, if you want to see that difference, have your body working at an optimal level, which means it's burning fat, protecting muscle, feeling better. You know, you you're, when you hold on to your lean muscle, I'm not saying bulky. I think these two would both agree I'm not bulked up. I just have lean muscle mass. So your, your metabolic rate is higher. You burn more calories throughout the day. You're stronger. So there's just so many. And I'm, post, I'm after 40 here. So that's a huge to have, to be able to hold. Which lean. is insane because <laughs> I'm 30 and I'm running up the hill trying to catch you <laughs> in your 40. And you, I you can beat barely, me though. One time. <laughs> one time. You beat her? You know, it was like that. Yeah, the other day. Have you guys ever seen Rocky 3 when he gets trained by Apollo <laughs> oh, Creed? Oh, God. Rocky 3. No, <laughs> I missed like, that one, Michael. Uh, Apollo Creed keeps beating him every time <laughs> on the beach. And then in the end, like he beats him one time and they like jump in the air and like yeah. hug and high five. It was like that kind of moment. Can we touch on your plyometric ability though? Oh Crazy, right? What's Lauren? my. Oh, my. Yeah, oh, oh you're, you were so excited for her well, to no, mention I this on the podcast. No, Don't lie, Michael. I, for, I, always, I get confused what plyometrics are. I, I, you're talking about the frog leaps? Yeah, frogs, jumps, any kind of, you know, push off the ground. Yeah, Michael, Michael excels at that quite a bit. I got some good hops. So you own that. You said you could have been an Olympian. (laughs) Well, shit, maybe it's not too late. Basketball isn't your strong suit. I don't know, man. With these with these hops, I might be able to. I'm telling you. Some of those NBA contracts are getting pretty big. I might have to look into that. So is there, my question is, and I don't know the answer to this, is there different kinds of BCAAs? Like, is there, or is there only one kind? No, I mean, you, it, what scares me is you probably can find a ton of, you know, BCAA products. I don't know if you go to Amazon or anything on the internet. Please be careful in what you're, purchasing or ordering and you want to ask about how it's tested and who uses it and what know a little bit about the science and research behind it and I go back to Advocare because they use a company called Informed Choice which is the worldwide anti-doping agency and you might go oh I'm not an athlete don't need to worry about that well you want to know what's going in your body and long-term effects so yeah yes you do I'm going to just say that my catalyst is next to me right now. (laughs) It says that it supports muscle tone and enhances strength and energy. That's another thing. So when you take a pre-workout, not only are you utilizing fat for energy, but your muscles are getting energy through amino acids. That's feeding. That's protein for your muscles, right? So when your muscles are fed through your workout, you're like, "Um, why were those 15 burpees easier today than before? Because your muscles are getting fed. So I learned something recently about catalyst which is the bca product we're talking about so a girlfriend of mine was running a half marathon and she took it pre along with you know her electrolytes and whatever and her goo with her and then about halfway through she took another three catalysts i thought i've never thought of that why'd you do that because you're you know halfway through the marathon you're getting taxed your muscles aren't feeling as great as they were so she took and again it won't do anything funky to your stomach or anything weird um and she just pushed and it drove her through the end of the marathon. So, or the half marathon. So again, it's a longer workout. So you might want to do that, but just for your, you know, the sake of everyday working out one, you know, your set pre and then post is fine. Okay. Let's kind of switch it up. We've been talking about so much healthy stuff. Let's talk about Rose and vodka sodas. Yay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Kim has told me to focus more on vodka sodas and a little rosé as opposed to anything sugary, which I wasn't huge on sugary anything, but I feel like you've really been an advocate of the vodka soda. Talk to me about the girl that likes to have a drink, but she also likes to eat kale. 
Yes, hello. Oh, are you Thank talking you. about yourself? <laughs> maybe, maybe this is a selfish question. <laughs> okay, so here's my, you know, like I, let's go back to that nutrition rule when we touched on 80-20. So I'm betting 20, you know, maybe it's 15% for you, but um, there's, you might attend parties, you might have girlfriends that want you to go out, you, anniversaries, getaways, barbecues, 4th of July, we just had. So think about life. You're not going to sit there and just watch everyone else have fun. I mean, if you don't drink, that's fine. I'm totally with that. However, if you drink, just choose wisely. So I use vodka sodas and I just put a bunch of lemon or lime or whatever. I'll even like cut up a couple strawberries and throw them in there. Whatever fresh fruit that the sugar from the fruit's not going to make a big difference in the drink for you. So it just gives it a little bit of flavor. doesn't have the added sugar that a lot of the, I mean, there's so many craft cocktails out there. What do you stay away from? Like what's a big, like what's a big no? Um, I don't get into the craft cocktails because every time I take a sip of someone's and I'm like, first thing I taste is sugar. I'm like, no thanks. Um, so I stay away from that. I'm not a beer drinker, but I am a rosé drinker. I realize there's sugar in wine. Um, but I like a nice chilled glass of rosé. I'm not going to lie. I love it. Who doesn't? Right. Thank you. God. (laughs) Michael loves rosé. I love that. Yeah. I I have a rosé all the time. Okay. Maybe a little too much. (laughs) Rosé all day. But then I'll switch. I told Lauren, I usually have one nice glass. And if I'm going to have a second drink, then I'll usually go to the vodka soda. Okay. So you can still get to your fitness goals and have a couple of vodka sodas a couple times a week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I feel like when people say, oh, I'm never going to do this again, or I'm just not going to have any sugar and I'm going to drink only. The-. Say, when you say never and you cut out anything like on a semi-permanent to permanent basis, I think you're kind of... Me, I'm setting myself up for failure. So I'm just telling you what works for me. I need to have balance. So balance is you got to have some fun. You got to have a social life. You got to be able to go out and not be watching everyone else have a drink and be bitter about it or just not having fun. So have fun, but do know the difference, like I was saying earlier. Um, So if it's your sister's neighbor's daughter's birthday party on a Thursday night, do you need to go to that? I mean, is that critical? Is that your third or fourth night out that week? Choose wisely. Just choose wisely. Say yes to the important stuff. Learn to say no. No feels good sometimes. A polite no, a polite decline. Because guess what? We work. We want to get up for that class in the morning. We want to work out and not suffer. We want to feel good. And I will say this. You know, we have a lot of younger listeners, uh, maybe like 18 to 25. I didn't start noticing how taxing things were on my body until 25 and on and i think yeah, you know for, for a lot of young people like oh that's not me i can drink i can party i can go yeah. out trust me it catches up quickly it really does 100 uh, percent. before we go i want to play a game and i t- i told you that i actually have not told you that we're going to do this so you this didn't? is like off the i don't path. know about the game either yeah he doesn't know either Ooh. and I, the reason i want to do this is because i'm so big on modifications that's how the skinny confidential came about was i wanted to share my modifications with with that people around the world. Okay. So I'm going to name like five things that everyone loves that maybe aren't that good for you. And I want you to tell us what you would do to substitute. So the first one is cheese. Cause there's a lot of cheese lovers. Nutritional yeast. hundred percent. That's uh, it. No doubt about it. That's it. That's it. No doubt about what it. What is nutritional yeast? We have it, Michael. It's in the pantry. You've got to use it. And that, did you get the cayenne one that I 
I sent you a picture of. No, tell us about that. So you can get nutritional yeast in bulk at like a health food store, Whole Foods, Jimbo's, whatever. And I just buy it in bulk and then I put it in a container in my fridge. And then I sprinkle, I swear it's awesome, has great benefits. I think there's a lot of vitamin Bs in it. And it's kind of a cheesy flavor. You can sprinkle it on quinoa, on salads, on our fitness bread. It's the best. It lentil really pasta, maybe lentil a cheesy pasta. lentil pasta. Yeah. Like when a mac team, and cheese. Good. When the team goes back in to do the show notes, I'm going to have them link this yeast so that I can f- go back to my we own show notes. We have the yeast. It's He's in so the pantry. unbelievable. <laughs> it's in the pantry. Kim, one day I'm going to have you come over and look it's at like this pantry. It's like a museum. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say, okay, find these five <laughs> things. when he touches anything. <laughs> That's the game. That's the game. That's the game right That's there. The find game. the five things. And if you them. played the game where it's like find these five things and you're not allowed to come out until you find them, you would open the door 10 years later and just find my skeleton laying there. All right, Michael. Well, I'm sorry that I have a clean pantry. Like I, it could be worse. Um, okay, the True. next one is my personal favorite, sourdough. Bread? Yes. Whole wheat sourdough. Where do I get that? Vons. They have whole wheat sourdough. Swear. Okay, Sprouts. let's take it a step further. Let's say, like, what's something that's maybe not exactly like sourdough, but something that will kind of help with that craving? What would you say, like, fitness bread? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's a car. But sourdough does have a specific taste. I'm with you there. It's I'm into the game now. What about cheeseburgers? <laughs> oh, in wow. and out. You're taking over my game? <laughs> Big Macs, McDonald's, and in and out burgers. Always bunless. Take the cheese off. Add a healthy fat. Do they have that there? Avocado. They avocado. Might. I don't think I don't think McDonald's is doing well in the avocado department, but maybe, maybe in and out. I'm not sure. Okay. My next one is a margarita. Skinny. And how do they do that at home? Tequila, club soda, uh, lots of lime. I sometimes, I do put a little Cointreau in. I like my little. I like Cointreau too. Mm-hmm. Coffee. Spark. I know. <laughs> this got me, her, Spark got me off coffee, guys. Uh, I love it. So that's another. And, and again, they have a, a Spark is loaded with amino acids, vitamins, tons of vitamin B. A little bit of caffeine, so you do have like but it's really just a mental focus alert drink and you don't love coffee because it's acidic no coffee is very dehydrating highly acidic disruptive for the digestive tract so there's many reasons and i always tell my clients well last time i checked your coffee didn't have vitamin b369 amino acids running through it unless i'm wrong so no i used to be a coffee drinker but you know i found like crazy coffee drinker. crazy like once or twice a day to those little coffee shops on the corner Okay, last one. Chocolate cake. Dark chocolate anything. I keep um, dark chocolate morsels in my fridge and I just open it up and like sprinkle like a little small handful. So good. And that like subsides the craving. That does, yeah. And I love that chocolate quinoa crunchy. I know that cereal. It's by one degree, you guys. We'll put it in the show notes. Yes, love it. Is there anything before we go that you can just give like a couple tips of things that you have in your fridge that's something that they can go buy at Trader Joe's? You know what I really like? Um, The farmhouse, not not something that's like overly tasty, but I love it for what it does for my digestive health. And I actually do like the taste of it. Some people think it's weird, but the farmhouse um, sauerkraut kind of yeah it's stuff. like a kimchi kind of yeah kind of kimchi but you can put it on anything and then you get the benefits of the probiotics prebiotics so that's always in my fridge farmhouse you um, tell me you put that on your fitness bread a lot too. i do mm-hmm. i do and i do eat meat i eat organic chicken and turkey i eat fish so i'll put that you know on my bread with my protein and it just has i don't know 
I like it. Yeah, it has a good little Doesn't taste, it? like a, yeah. a zing. Yes. Okay. No- I always have some type of spread. So usually that um, cilantro lime one. I like majestic as far as hummus goes. It's a sprouted almond. Um, I just love it. I love majestic. Yeah. I know so Lauren good. wanted to make that the last thing, but there was one question that I had, that, and then I want to maybe end on a high note. It's a, kind of a two-parter. You've trained a lot of people for a long time. You've seen a lot of different people come in and out uh, of your fitness programs. What would you say, I don't want to call it a failure because maybe that's the wrong way to say it, but what would you say the main reason for clients to drop off is or main reason for some of these people not to hit their fitness goals? Like what is, is there something they're doing or is it a lack of motivation? And then the part two of that is what have you seen for your clients that have stayed motivated and have improved a lot? Like what are the what are the contrasts there that you see between these two? So what makes people? someone drop off? Or like what? Make, I don't want to say like drop off. What makes something somebody not it's not fail, but not hit their fitness goals? Like where they like maybe they get demoralized and they quit, or they stop showing mm-hmm. up, or they mm-hmm. stop working out, and then you you know you see them a little later and they're not in such great shape. Yeah. Compared to somebody who you've seen kind of skyrocket and really hit goals and really get in good shape, yeah. like what is the what are the two comparative differences there? I think the main thing is want they want the change they like almost desperately like so when you want something so badly when you want to change when you want to get healthier fitter or when it it, when it's important to you when you put it at the top of your list you'll work your week around it or you'll work your appointments around it um people that are kind of half in from the beginning i find just i you know i'll try to motivate as much as i can but it's in their mind so it's their mindset and it's perplexing to me because I feel like when you do get going on a rhythm, it always blows my mind when people don't start because of the endorphins and because of how you feel and the results that you're seeing and the energy. I feel like when I'm with you guys or clients, like you give me energy, I give you energy and there's this ball of energy and then we leave with it and we go on throughout our day and do our lives. But that energy is still there with us and we feel so good. So I feel like it might be something personally happening in their life that's stopping them and whether it's in their mind or, or, you know, and family issues, business issues, I don't know. But I feel like if you can just stay consistent and put that effort in and find a group or find a trainer or find a class that you're like, this person's so great. They make, they should make you feel rock star awesome at the end of the day, whoever it is. You're they training. should make you feel like Apollo Creed made. They- Rocky Balboa <laughs> Boom. You need to feel like you've left that workout, left that room and you are on top of the world and you can do anything. And if you're going to a workout that you're leaving going, eh, change, change it up, find something different you know, try a new instructor, go to another studio, do an at-home workout. I, like I'm going to go back to, I think some type of small group environment would be good. Sometimes the individuals, individual stuff's okay, but the small group is more motivating, especially if you're struggling with that in your head or showing up or, you know, getting those results. Put yourself around people that make you feel good and you want to be around. Yeah. I think that is an amazing way to end. Um, Kim, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Where can everyone find you or email you if they want to contact you with questions? But be wary because if you train with her, you are in <laughs> for some tough yeah. times. I feel sorry a, for you. In a, in a good way. I, I also, when people come up to us on the beach when we're working out, they say, hey, do you have a card? I'm like, oh man, you don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> but no, in the, in the best way though. Thank you. You can sign up. I have an email list if you go to kimkellyfit.com. Okay. And, I'll, I'll and if someone there. wants to email you, where can they find you? 
through that as well. Okay. They can find you on your site. Mm -hmm. And what's your Instagram handle? Kim Kelly fit. Kim Kelly fit. And we'll include all this in the show notes, guys. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to have you on again, definitely, and get even more niche down. I love it. Thank you guys so much. And I'll be frog leaping until (laughs) next time. Now go hold a plank. Thanks, Kim. (laughs) Thanks, guys. This episode was brought to you by Canapet, the all-natural CBD pet supplement for pets. Canapet helps pets with arthritis, anxiety, and helps to promote longevity. If you missed the beginning of the episode, Canapet is offering all TST listeners 50% off when you use the promo code PIXIE at checkout. That's canapet.com promo code PIXIE.